joy to the world, the Lord is come. chapter 2 story. Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the time of during the reign of King Herod, about the time when wise men from east, eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, "Where is the newborn king we king of the rose and we have come to worship him king herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this as was everyone in jerusalem he called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of religious law and asked where is the messiah supposed to be born in bethlehem of judea they said for this is what the prophet wrote and you o bethlehem in the land of judah are not least among the ruling cities of judah for a ruler who will come of you who will shepherd for my people israel then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men and learned from them the time when the star first appeared. Then he, f then he told them, Go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child. And when you find him, come back and tell me so, so that I can go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went their way, and the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasure chest and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. When it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route, for God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for this beautiful story, beautiful story about Jesus, about your love for us, and Lord, a message for us. We love you and praise your name. Amen. Would you continue to sing as we sing these old familiar Christmas carols? It came 
In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Cornelius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth to Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby, who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. Away in the manger, no crib for a bed. The little Lord Jesus laid down his sweet head. The stars in the sky look down where he lay. The little Lord Jesus asleep on the hay. The cattle are lowing the I ask thee to stay close by me forever and love me. I pray, bless all the dear children in thy tender care and take us to heaven to live with thee.
Thank you, Justin and Kaylin and Bailey, for doing a great job. And good morning. It is great to see you on this beautiful Christmas day. This is going to disappoint all of you. We're going to have a very short sermon. That's what I want to hear. Oh. Let me tell you something. I learned a long time ago that people are never disappointed when you cut it short. Amen? <laughs> But we, uh, we feel like we tried to give you three good shots over the, uh, over the last few days. Wanted to give you a meaningful special service this morning. If you have a Bible, you can turn to Luke chapter 2, where we were in our candlelights. We're going to just look at one verse today together, and that's verse 11. It says, Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. Honestly, that one verse is a nutshell summary of Jesus' life, of his purpose, uh, why he came, and what he was about to do. I don't know who originated this, but I saw it, and I'm stealing it. I'm not giving him credit because I don't know who to give credit to. But Jesus' life is really about the cradle, which we're celebrating today, the cross, which was the purpose of coming, and the crown, resurrection and him being the Lord of Lords and King of Kings. In that little verse, it says, today in the town of David, a Savior, the Savior, the Messiah was supposed to be born in Bethlehem, has been born. I mentioned this in our candlelight services. The word Messiah is the Hebrew word for the Greek word Christ. And to you and me as non-Jewish people, it's not a necessarily a word that resonates regularly with us. But it meant the anointed one. It meant the promised one of God. And the Jewish people for a thousand years had been looking for the Messiah, the promise, the anointed one of God. And, and who this Messiah is, we're going to see more in just a moment. But that's who Jesus is. Jesus is the promised one of God. He is the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. And he is the Savior. Now, all these things we're talking about, they're wrapped up in that birth in Bethlehem. Jesus didn't become the Savior. He didn't become the Christ. He didn't become the Lord. He was born the Savior. He was born the Messiah. He was born the Christ. He was born the Lord. The cross wasn't something that was figured in at age 25. Hey, he looks like a good candidate to die for the sins of the world. It was decided before he ever left heaven. This was the purpose. It was decided before in eternity past. This is what was going to happen. So in that little baby, you have the anointed one of God, the promised one of God. You have the Savior the Savior, born in that cradle. Why do we need a Savior? Let me ask you a question. You can't lie to the preacher on Christmas Day. How many of you occasionally sin? Again, I tell you, many of you do by not lifting your hands. That's called dishonesty. That's called lying. The Bible says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's you, that's me. And then Romans 6, 23, it says, for the wages of sin is what? It's death, and, and that certainly is physical death. Physical death entered the world because of sin. It's eternal death. It's being separated from God for eternity is what the Bible says. But I want to tell you, as a Christian, even as a Christian, sin causes the death of joy, the death of happiness, the death of life here on this earth. And Jesus came to save us from our sin. He came to do something no preacher, no priest, no rabbi could ever do. He came to die for your sins. He came to save you and me from our sins, from, from a life here that's not meaningful and full like it could be. 
He came to save us from eternity separated from God. See, Jesus didn't become the Savior or the Christ. He was born the Christ. He was born the anointed one of God. That was true in the cradle. He was coming to live and to die for you and me. It says in 1 John 2, 2, He is the atoning sacrifice, the payment for our sins, but not only our sins, but the sins of the whole world. Listen, the baby was born to die for your sins and my sins. He didn't become the Savior. He was born the Savior. In that, that cattle feeder in Bethlehem was the anointed one of God, the Messiah, the Savior of the world, the Savior for everybody that was ever going to live, Jesus Christ. You know, if the story ended there, it'd be a neat story. It'd be kind of a sad story. Anybody who dies for the cause is a hero, but you're dead, aren't you? You know the full story. Jesus walked out of the tomb after three days. You remember that? Defeated death. Conquered death. I believe this with all my heart. A dead Savior is a great person, but a dead Savior can't save you. A living Savior can save you. And the purpose of Jesus Christ being born, the purpose of Christmas Day that we celebrate is his birth, but his birth was about not just about a cradle, not even just about being a Savior. It was about being that last part, being Lord. Today in the town of David, a, the Savior has been born, who is Christ the Lord. And, and remember that word Lord equated him with God. The Old Testament was originally written in Hebrew. And by Jesus' day, it had been translated to Greek. Greek was the common language of Jesus' world. Jesus was probably at least trilingual Hebrew, Greek, and Aramaic. But the translation of the Hebrew Old Testament into Greek is called the Septuagint. That's what probably Jesus would have read a lot out of. And often in the Septuagint, it referred to God the Father as kuros. That is a Greek word for Lord. And in this little verse, it says, hey, in the town of David, in the cradle right now, is a Savior and a Messiah and his kuros. It's God in the flesh. It's the Lord. It's the Master. And you know how Jesus proved that he was born Lord and was Lord? He walked out of that tomb. He ascended to heaven. He sits at the right hand of the Father. And someday he's coming for you and me. I want you to get the fullness, and I believe you're getting it, of Christmas. It is absolutely about the cradle. Do you remember that baby was born Savior, born Messiah, and born Lord? It's about him coming and dying and walking out of that tomb. And even on this Christmas morning, looking for you to reconcile you to God. For you who are Christians, for us who are Christians, to bring us back to God or to a deeper relationship with God. It all started in that nursery in the barn and that cattle feeder. But boy, were the ramifications, even from the very beginning, gigantic. Cradle, cross, and the crown. I want to ask you today, have you embraced Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Jesus can't just be your Savior. He's got to be your Lord and Savior. In other words, that means that he wants to save you, but he saves you by you surrendering your life and letting him be your master. Have you done that? I pray you'll do that with me in just a moment when we pray. And if you're a Christian, man, if nothing else today, it's a great day to just thank God for sending Jesus, to thank Jesus for who he is. And maybe Christian for you and I to inch a, a step or a mile back closer to him this morning. Would you pray with me? Jesus, 
I just pray right now, God, for, for the Christians in this room. And I pray and I ask you as a Christian, live for Jesus with all your heart. Make that commitment, that recommitment to him this morning. The one born Savior and Messiah and Lord, who is our Savior and Messiah and Lord today. Walk back to him today if you're away from him. Cling to him if you're clinging to him now. And if you're not a Christian, what a beautiful day to mark on your calendar and in your heart that this is the day you gave your life to Jesus. If you're ready to do that and sincere, just pray with me and just say, Jesus, I'm a sinner. And I want to turn from my sins. And Jesus, I believe you died for me and came back to life for me. And I ask you now to come into my heart and I surrender my life to you. While shepherds kept their watching or silent flocks Blessed Christmas Day.